Welcome to Weird World. Welcome to Weird Weird World. <laughs> weird. God damn it. Weird World. Weird Weird, weird <laughs> World podcast. Weird, weird World. God damn it. Weird World, which I can't freaking say. So I'm gonna say that that's two words for me, please. Weird World. Weird okay. World. That show. Dad, shut your mouth. How the? How the? Rachel, the forgotten daughter. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about Satan. <laughs> he was <laughs> never. Square. Oh. And specific- I want to be a science teacher. <laughs> Uh, and we'll have to put a picture of Aaron's bangs on our. Oh, on shit. Our- yes. <laughs> there you have it. Today, in a super very special Weird World podcast. <laughs> I don't know why it's either super or very or even special. We literally never plan this out or practice it. No, we don't. No. As, as you can so professional. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> so today, we're going to. Uh, Carrie is going to lead us. In one of the greatest time-based <laughs> mysteries of all time, what? Did you do that on purpose? That's I'm a trying to be. Category. I'm, I, that's what I'm doing. I'm not. I'm not overselling. Yeah, I, I, I have in the past been accused of overselling. You so, oversell everything. No. Nah, name another more famous time-based, <laughs> t- temporally oriented mystery. Than this one, Carrie. Name oh. it. I challenge you. Time machine. No, that's not. A, that's not just a novel. Come on, <laughs> man. This is. This really happened. Oh. It is what's commonly known as the Versailles time oh. slip. Fascinating story. So buckle up, everybody. Okay. That's well, your cue, Carrie. Go ahead. No. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm, my bad. My bad. My bad. I'm Dean. I'm Aaron. I'm Rachel. Rachel's here, everybody. Mm-hmm. Jack's not. I'm sure Hi. you've missed her very much. Who are you? She sure. hasn't been around. I'm sure Carrie. Rachel's here. Jack's napping. <laughs> <laughs> and Emma's gone. <sighs> okay. <laughs> that sounded a little dark. Just if, she's not like she's dead. dead. <laughs> oh. She's just well, not no, here. Gone doesn't mean dead. Well, the way you said it. Oh. She's passed. She's passed. She's at my boyfriend's house. What? Okay, so. We're going to talk about something that we call the Versailles time slip. Sounds familiar, like from 15 seconds ago. Uh-huh. And it involves a couple of ladies. So we're going to... Go on. I'm going to give you a little background. My notes say background on the ladies. Okay, background <laughs> on the ladies. <laughs> so here's the little ladies background. That could be a section in Tinder. You know, background on the back on the ladies or guys. Either way, it's called our profiles. Okay, all right. I'm I'm ahead of the game. Are you saying even... you have a Tinder account? Whoa! <laughs> Shit. I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable. This rumor. <laughs> <They all are. laughs> Me too. Moving on. Okay, so anyhow, the first lady that we're going to talk about, her name was Charlotte Ann Moberly. We're going to call her Annie. Okay. Well, that's confusing. Her middle name was Anne. Yeah, it was she, not Annie. She went by Annie. That's a bitch. She was born in 1846. She old. So this was in the olden <laughs> times. I'm writing this down, by the way. Oh, God. You're Moberly. writing everything down. Not everything. Annie. Key We're going to call her Annie. Okay. A.K.A. Annie. Got it. She was the 10th of 15 <gasps> children. Did she have big eyes, no pupils? No. Oh, damn it. Not the Annie I was thinking of. No. Right here? 10th of 15 children... She came from a professional background. Her father, George Moberly, was the headmaster of Winchester College and later became the Bishop of Salisbury. In This is England. Like the stake. Mm-hmm. 
1886, Annie became the first principal of a hall of residence for young women, St. Hugh's College in Oxford. Oh. <laughs> it's the very, noise they made every day. So, yes. She had, as I said, she had a professional background. She's an Oxford. And she was clearly educated. We're apologizing to everyone from Ox. Ox- Nard, Oxford. Third. It became apparent. Oxnard, no, not at all. But. That Annie needed help to run the college, and how did, how did that happen? I'm super incompetent. I don't know the fuck I'm doing. She needed an assistant. I have missed. We have disappearing girls. I can someone come please help me? <laughs> no, no disappearing girls. Okay. And so she needed an assistant. So they found a woman named Eleanor Jourdain. Oh, I was hoping mm. it'd be a chimp because then you got a sitcom. <laughs> that would have been way better. Annie and the champ. New. All new. NBC. Eleanor. Eleanor. I'm spelling it. She was a little bit younger than Annie. She was born in 1863. She was the eldest of 10 children. Damn. God damn. Big families. Yeah. The ladies came from. Wrap it up, guys. What the fuck? Her father was the Reverend Francis Jourdain. He was the vicar of Ashburn in Derbyshire. She also came from a kind of learned, professional kind of family. Book learning. Mathematicians and art historians and stuff like that were her siblings. And she went to school in Manchester. Big game hunters. No, 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 that's not Checkers champions. No. Flower arrangers. (laughs) (laughs) You don't get it, Dean. So she went to school in Manchester, unlike most of the girls of the time who just were educated at home. They probably learned flower arranging. You missed her Manchester accent. No, I heard it. Say it again. Manchester. Don't know why, but (laughs) it just wasn't good. Eleanor also authored several textbooks. Damn. Shit, bitch. So she, she's who I gotta blame. What? <laughs> what? She's who I gotta blame. I don't like for textbooks. Yeah, yeah, for textbooks. She was the inventor of the textbook. I hate textbooks. She hates textbooks. They're never written right. No, they aren't. Yes, true. they are. No, so some of them are. They're mostly pretty bad. And anyway, she ran a school of her own. What? Mm-hmm. School of flower arranging? Nope. Oh. But before she was um, going to uh, uh, be appointed to assist. Annie, they decided, oh, maybe they should get to know each other a little bit better. Go on. And since... What kind of story is this? Eleanor owned an apartment in Paris. What? I know. I guess it's all Damn. that textbook money. She also tutored children in English. She, Oh, no, she tutored English children in Ooh. Paris. So Annie went to stay with her at her apartment in Paris. So they could get to know each other before they would work together at Winchester College or at uh, Oxford, St. Hughes College. Sorry. So (laughs) while they were in Paris getting to know each other, goodness, um, they decided to take a trip to Versailles. The year was go on 1901. Great year. You got that down, Dean? Yep. And it was August 10th. So it was more or less the time of Henri. Or just a little bit after, in? actually. Well, I don't know. Was it? It means end of century. It's like all the kind of the uh, angst feelings at the end of the century that people make up and pretend is real. Huh. 
I don't remember that. Ennui. The, the last century. No, we didn't really have ennui. In 50 years, when they're writing about that period, we'll have had we ennui. Yeah. Okay. There will be a lot of angst mm-hmm. when they write about this time in, mm-hmm. in Well, the there textbooks. was angst about Y2K. That's true. They'll blame that on ennui. ennui. Yeah, no, I don't think so. They will. Trust me, they will. I was a baby. Mm-hmm. Were you feeling <laughs> angst-ridden? Uh, yeah, a little when bit I was anxious? shitting myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God, I think I just shit myself. I'm, uh-huh. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> Anyhow, like I said, while they were in Paris, they decided to take this little trip to Versailles. And so, and this is where everything happened. Mm. They toured the building itself. Tell tell the people what Versailles is. Oh, Versailles is a palace. Big old palace. That's all I know. Really? No, you've been there. I have. Yeah, so? But I don't really know the history of it. It was supposed to be cultured. Come on, man. Marie Antoinette was there. Were you high when you were there and you don't remember? Probably. Okay. She was a foot. Oh, my God. We had so much lean. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm so current. It's a palace in Versailles. Big old palace. It was king. One of them Louis built that. I think Uh it was Louis the 14th or 15th. One of them Louis built that outside of Paris. Like what, 20 miles, 40 miles, 50 kilometers, ah, 75 so. kilometers? I have no idea. He asked you after you Two just yards. said you didn't know mm-hmm. that much about Two it. <laughs> but as I said, Marie Antoinette was there because she plays into our story. She sure does. Yeah. Yep. So anyhow, after they toured the building itself, they um, went down some steps into some gardens and they were walking toward the Petit Trianon. Petit Trianon. This was actually Marie Antoinette's private little palace. And this is where she would have, I don't have it in my notes here, but I kind of remember the story. She would have like little... Um, Orgies? Know, no, like it would be like play acting, being yeah. like a plain little villager kind of stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. So she pretend to be not yes. the filthy rich uh-huh. upper crust noble woman that she was. Get yes. rid of her big lofty wig. Yep. Oh, it was like what um, Emma would do when she was a little kid where she'd pretend that you were making her scrub the floor <laughs> and shit. And you'd like, she's like, say, tell me to do something, mommy. And say, scrub the floor. And she'd go, yes, mother. <laughs> she'd wear like a bandana pretend over to be her like head. Cinderella. Yeah. Uh-huh. So... <laughs> Oh, privileged children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she would pretend to wash the floors. Yeah. No, oh, she yeah. didn't actually wash never the floor. actually So you never it. got actual cleaning <laughs> nope. out no, of her. No, 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 but we did love to dust as children. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Which meant to put more dust on things, I believe. Yes. <laughs> so, the, so to set the scape, to set the scape? To set, set the, the scene? To recap it, because Carrie thinks I should recap more. Um <laughs> We have these two people, Annie and Eleanor. They're on a little tourist visit to Versailles. They're taking a little tour, a little self-guided tour. It sounds like yes. And they go into they go outside the main building to the, and down into mm-hmm. the Petit Trianon. Yep. Where Marie Antoinette used to play act. Yep, it's her private little palace. Got it. And so they turned off a, along a little track, and they soon kind of got lost. So is it is it kind of wooded? Is it you know? Is it like big gardens? Is it like big? It's uh, gardens, I think. But it's like a. I don't a, think it's woods. But it's like a trail, right? It's, in other words, you can't. You don't see a, an expanse of land all around you. You're fairly closed in. I think so. I think yeah. I've, I've seen some pictures or something like that, and I think at this point, it is sort of a somewhat closed in with hedges and shit. Yeah, Something a little like bit. That. I kind of like, and I don't know if this is like right a trail. or not. I picture it like a big park. Kind yeah. Of like, you know, there's lots of trees okay. and stuff like All that, right. but it's not like... Ducks. Swans that attack you. Probably. The swans are mean. They'll break your arm. Oh my yep. God, they'll kill you. 
They have teeth. They do. No, huh? Geese? I'm, I'm pretty sure they do. Geese? They geese. That's what I meant. Did I say swans? Yes. I meant geese. Yeah. Geese will fuck you up. They'll carry. They have fangs. They have canines. That's why you can only have one in they're, a uh, They're carnivores. They're bloodthirsty. They Your grandmother hates yes. everything with feathers because once when she was young, a duck chased her. Yeah, there and you go. That sound logic. Not unfounded. Bit her on the knee. By young, she was 22. <laughs> but just... Uh, uh, she was probably 12 or something like that. But... But yeah. Yeah. Vicious ducks. Those vicious great depression know. ducks. <laughs> <laughs> they were hungry. They're lean and vicious. It was not the great depression. Stop it. So anyhow, they got lost. Okay. And soon they passed some deserted farm buildings. Mm. And in front of the farm buildings, there was no plow. They were, One of them remembers seeing a plow. And on the path, there were two men in long green coats wearing three-cornered hats. Mm. Three-cornered hats. Three-cornered hats. You know, like the... Um, Old fashioned 18th century like, George Washington kind yeah. of thing going on there. Look like a Dorito. Mm-hmm. Paul Revere. Okay. Eleanor she asked. I believe you. I know. <laughs> no. She sounds very skeptical. Yes, I, guess. I believe you. <laughs> a hat with three corners, okay? It's in the title of the, of the hat, man. So Eleanor asked the guys in the three cornered hats uh, the way, and they replied with very dignified gestures from which the two English women gathered that they should keep going straight. Oh, so they didn't say anything. So presumably they pointed. They just, okay. Yeah. yeah. In a dignified way, though. Yes. Dignified gestures. Dignified pointing. They didn't point with like their middle finger or no. something. No. Uh-uh. So they didn't really think anything about the strange clothing they were wearing or anything like that. They assumed it was um, intended to be part of the tourist attraction. Makes sense. Because it was old, the tri-cornered hats and everything. It was old-fashioned clothing for the time. So last season. Yes. So last three centuries ago. Two centuries at this point. So they stole. One century, actually. It's 1901, right? 1901, yeah. So that might have been like late 18th century kind of garb. Something like that. Mid, late 18th, maybe. I'm guessing. Throwing that out there. Yeah, something like that. Okay. So then they strolled up to an isolated cottage where there was a woman and a young girl. She looked to be about 12 or 13 years old. Um, they were standing. The woman or the girl? The girl. <laughs> okay. And they were standing in the doorway of the cottage. They were both wearing white kerchiefs fastened under their bodices, like aprons, probably. The bodice. What's a bodice? Your body. What's a bodice? The like body. The yeah. body of your outfit. <laughs> she's just going. She's just rubbing her stomach, going, "Your body." Well, I don't know what that part is all about. From your boobs to your hoochie. Oh my, my god. god! That's oh, your bodice. Really, different ways to. Yeah. How would you? How would you define on your torso? I guess we're explicit like now. Corset. It gets like that laced area. up. People know what okay. a corset is. There, yeah. Boobs yeah. to hoochie. Okay. okay. You stop if you hoochie. said corset to your father. I would know. I know what that is. People know what corsets More so than are. a bodice. I'm, we're talking about your father. Oh, my God. He's seen Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. <laughs> Our father isn't people. Kira Knightley. But you she don't know what a, a bodice jock. is? Chalk. That's my Kira Knightley impression. That was good. It was spot on. Chalk. <laughs> Gotta do the teeth. So as Eleanor described this little scene, the woman was standing at the top of the steps holding a jug, like a jug of water or something, and she was leaning slightly forward while the girl stood beneath her looking up at her and stretching out her empty hands, like either she just gave her the jug or Uh, she's just receiving the jug And she's So she's holding the jug beneath her jugs. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you said hoochie, so I believe I feel like Uh, I could... I can say hoochie. Oh, it's your word? Yes. Is jugs your word too? <laughs> yes. It's our yes. word. Damn. <laughs> okay, you guys can't say balls. 
<laughs> that seems fair. I'm just don't so, say it. Not even like talking about balls you juggle or like a baseball. You can't say we that. We have to say spheres. Yes, you do. Base sphere. Okay. So Annie remembered at this moment. Every it's kind of like the the little scene as it was playing out just kind of seemed to pause for an instant, like it was a mo- in a movie. Annie hmm. didn't observe the cottage, but mm. she said she felt the atmosphere change. Mm-hmm. They're going to say she felt the atmosphere of the cottage. No. Later she wrote, everything suddenly looked unnatural, therefore unpleasant. Even the trees seemed to become flat and lifeless, like woodworked in tapestry. There were no effects of light and shade, and no wind stirred hmm. the trees. She Everyone wanted to be an yeah. author yeah. in the 1900s. Yes. And so apparently everything looked weird. Lot of them. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm throwing, I'm throwing that out there. Or opium is is opium from odd. Yes, laudanum it's from an opium. Opiate, yeah. Anyhow, the two Oxford ladies went their way, and soon they reached a pavilion that stood in the middle of an enclosure. Pavilion, pronounce, two L's. No, I was gonna say you pronounce it wrong. It's pavillon. <laughs> it's pavillon in France. It's pavillon. There's one L. I know. Pavillon. Um, there was a man sitting outside the pavilion. His face was repulsively disfigured right. by smallpox. Ugly guy. Yep. Well, he well, might not have been ugly, but he had, his skin was pocked. So it was Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> he was smallpox? Yeah. Really? He? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know that much about Stalin, to be honest with you. That's okay. I know that he tried to create an army of gorilla-human hybrids that we're going to have to podcast about in a not-too-distant future. Oh. Awesome. Go ahead. Okie doke. Sorry about that. So anyway, this man with the repulsively disfigured smallpox face was wearing a coat and a straw hat, which was unusual. Yeah. He didn't seem to notice the two women. Was it summer? It was August, yes. Okay, good. Then that's okay. Mm-hmm. So he didn't seem to notice the two women, and he didn't really pay any attention to them. Suddenly, a young man in a dark coat and buckle shoes mm-hmm. appeared and ran past, shouting something like, you can't go there. He pointed toward the right and told them, you'll find the house over there. Is he t- He's talking to them? Yes. Hmm. And he was saying this all in French, obviously. You cannot go there. Just mm-hmm. an accent, I'm assuming. So they spoke, both Annie and um, Eleanor spoke French. No, that's good. But, I hope so. But they, it was a little bit difficult for them to understand his speech, even though he was also speaking French. Huh. Um, he bowed with it and, you know, kind of smiled at them a little bit weirdly and then disappeared. They walked. Did on, he go? At no, all? I don't Ever? think so. Okay. No. He, it sounds like he was in quite a rush. Yeah. Was he saying the queen, off with her head, off with her heads, or something like anything? Mm-mm. Did he have a pocket watch? Mm-mm. And he wasn't a rabbit. (laughs) That was her next question. (laughs) Mom, ruining my jokes. So they walked on, and after a little while, they reached a narrow, rustic bridge, which led over a ravine. There was a small waterfall that made its way between stones and fern leaves down a slope covered in vegetation. It sounds quite lovely. It does. It does. On the other side of the bridge, the path wound along the edge of a meadow surrounded by trees. Some way away stood a small country house with shuttered windows with terraces on either side. They saw a lady um, sitting on the lawn with her back to the house. 
She held a large sheet of what looked like paper or cardboard, maybe, in her hand. And it seemed like she was working on it or, you know, looking at a drawing on it or something. Mm -hmm. And um, she wasn't super young. Said she was no longer in the bloom of her youth. Mm. And, so like um, 30. But she was yeah. attractive. Pastor Prime. She was pretty. 28. Um, she was wearing a summer dress with a long bodice and a very full, apparently short skirt. Whoa. Which, like a was mini? A, which was extremely unusual for the time. And I don't know exactly what they mean by short skirt. Yeah. Like, maybe like just past her. You can see her ankles. Yeah. Just above her ankles. Who knows? And she had a pale green fichu. Don't know what that is. It's like a kerchief mm. uh, draped around her shoulders. And a large white hat covered her fair hair. I mean, she was blonde. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought okay. her hair was fair-minded and wanted to treat people equally. Exactly. So at the end of the terraces, there was a second house. And as the women got out... Ne- Eleanor and Annie got near that second house. A door suddenly flew open and then slammed shut again. A young man who seemed to them like he was a servant, um, but he wasn't wearing livery, came out. They thought that they were in trouble. They thought they were had trespassed somehow on private property, like they had yeah. left the um, Versailles grounds. Um, th- but they followed this man toward the Petit Trianon. And then, unexpectedly, like the next moment, they suddenly found themselves in the middle of a crowd, mm. and it seemed to them like it was a wedding party, and they were all dressed in the fashions of 1901. Mm. So it was like all of a sudden, they're back in their own time, and everybody looks normal Well, you've just given away the, the story, haven't you? What? That they had gone. A time slip. I know, but uh, I was hoping people forgot that by now. So, like springing on them. At at that point, they took a coach back from the palace to their hotel and started their journey home, back to England. Oh, that was like the last day, last thing. Let's Uh go to Versailles, last minute before we get our boat. So, both women thought the day was strange, but they they didn't talk about it. They each just kind of thought about it to themselves quietly. <laughs> they just little, met in their own little heads, and then and they they claimed they didn't discuss it until a week later. Annie was writing a letter to her sister about the trip, and when she got to the part about the trip to Versailles, when she was writing the letter, she asked Eleanor if she thought it was haunted. Of course, Eleanor said, "Yeah, I think it was." <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, idiot. Of course. So they um, thought they saw ghosts. As opposed to... Uh-huh. Or something. Mm. I mean, they thought it was weird. And yeah. so the weirdness to them was mm. supernatural. So when they finally discussed it, they decided to write separate accounts of what they experienced. Yeah. And then after they wrote their own separate accounts, they said, okay, then we'll compare our notes. Yeah. A little suspicious. Uh-huh. They discovered... Well, just think about it for a second. I mean, you went with any friend of yours or acquaintance of yours... I know they're well educated and all, and they might be thinking about the scientific method. I don't know. I doubt it. But, no, I don't. I don't think. Uh, but that's what I mean. Do you yeah. do you really think? Okay, let's not contaminate one another. <laughs> let's go yeah. write write it up separately, and then we'll see. What we saw. I mean, that's just yeah. It may, it's a bit convenient. Well, and that's the thing. Likely. Why would they think that they both didn't experience the same? The thing? same thing exactly. Yeah. They would start talking about it and mm-hmm. say, "Oh, remember that guy? 
you know, with the green hat. Yeah. Remember that ugly guy? Remember uh, the, maybe they were just busy. No. And they didn't have time. They had time to write it. up their notes from their occasion. They can but, have time to no, talk about it. They didn't have time to be together. They had a whole no. coach ride and then a boat. But it was after that that they didn't even talk about it until maybe afterwards. they didn't like each other. They had lunch together. Maybe they didn't trust each other. No, I'm not buying it. Maybe they didn't think to talk about it until afterwards. No, I'm saying when they first said, "Do you think it was haunted?" Yes, it was that it was it was super weird. You're not going to say, you know what? Stop right now. Let's <laughs> write it up. Some bare notes. No way. Maybe. Not buying it. Okay, so here are some of the differences. Annie saw the lady with the sheet of paper at the meadow, the one that looked like maybe she was painting something or looking at something on paper or cardboard or something. Eleanor didn't see her. Annie saw the um, plow outside the abandoned farm. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Annie, wait, Eleanor had not. Annie, on the other hand, had, oh, Annie didn't see the plow outside the abandoned farm or the woman and the girl. Remember the woman with the mm-hmm, jug? Mm-hmm, the jugs. Yep, the jug she b- by her jugs. That. I can't say that. Sorry, my bad. And they both had naturally assumed that the other had seen, you know, that they had both seen the same things. So that implies that Eleanor did see the plow and the woman with the jug. Correct. So they both, at this point, became just obsessed mm-hmm. with the event. And, and they wanted to figure out what happened, why one saw some stuff and the other one didn't. How about the other events? Did they both see uh, the lady drawing? Did they both no, see... No, they didn't. Who, you? Wrote the guy speaking French yeah. or... Tell us what else. And disfigured well, guy. Let me get to it. Okay. So they decided that... Um, they were going to do research and get all available information that they could about the Petit Trianon, and they wanted to try to find out an explanation of what happened to them. So they researched the history of the Trianon, and they found out that on August 10th, 1792, mm. which was, do the math and tell me how many years before they were there, in 1901, that is. Maybe 109? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. She's using her fingers, everyone, just FYI. No, no she's not. We cannot be perfect, Dean. <laughs> the Tuileries Palace in Paris was besieged. The King's Swiss Guards were massacred, and the monarchy was abolished six weeks later. So they just happened to stumble in the, one of the not, one, probably the most momentous day in the history of yeah. France. Yeah. All right, well, that's lucky. And then could have so, been Cro-Magnon men painting in the caves, but no, they stumbled <laughs> onto the day the monarchy yeah. fell. All right, they didn't plan it, Dean. It no. just happened to be mm-hmm. August tenth. All right, seventeen ninety-two, mm-hmm. one hundred nine years ago. Are to carry the one seven four. Blah blah blah. Do the math. <laughs> years ago, <laughs> typing into a calculator. <laughs> so over the years um, that followed, they kept going back to France. Kitty. <laughs> That's going to sound weird to the listeners, Carrie. Our cat Our is getting kitty. somewhere he shouldn't, so Carrie yells, Kitty! Like he's going to suddenly... Tra- oh, I'm sorry, my bad. He's Call getting me. into the box of a new light bathroom light fixture, and he's going to... He's going to claw that he's shit gonna up. claw up the styrofoam. He's so cute, though. But he's so <laughs> And cute. Dad pets him. What? He's cute. Positive reinforcement. <laughs> he's doing soft what we don't want him cute. to do. He's adorable. Okay, so they returned to France and they visited the gardens on several occasions, but many of the landmarks they remembered distinctly no longer existed, Mm. like the bridge was missing, Mm. the garden kiosk, (sighs) 
And when they returned every time, um, the grounds were just filled with tourists. Every t- in the modern day, yes. in 1902 now. Correct. How, long, how long was it after? It just didn't say. They it said so. they kept going back. Okay. So versus when they were gotcha. there in 1901. So it, it was never so uncrowded like that day in August, that hot day in August 1792. 1901. No. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> they were there in 1901. They were there in, in 1792, okay. if you know what I'm saying. Sure. Says them. No one. Um, mm-hmm. When they returned to Versailles, it was 1904. Okay. I don't know if this is the first time or not, but... They discovered that the cottage where Eleanor saw the woman and the girl, it looked completely different. Mm-hmm. The place where they had met the two men in the 18th century tri-cornered hats and everything. That Rachel refuses to believe is true. <laughs> yep. Is a thing. That was also completely changed. They just had baseball caps, I bet. Or maybe, maybe <laughs> just visors without the top, probably. No. You know, green <laughs> visors. Like. I'm imagining top hats. Okay. No. <laughs> Fuck history. Okay. True. It says tri cornered hats, but you think. I know that's not what it was, no. but I can't picture three cornered hats. Okay. Yeah, you know, right? Picture George Washington. Tell yes, that's a seriously. zero corner. You should have This shit be that hard. <laughs> Revolutionary War time. I don't yes. think of their hats. I think of their white, powdery wigs. Well, think okay. Of their hats. What was on top of the wig? <laughs> I don't know. No, well, Jesus. Somebody get her a picture. Somebody, yeah. Hold on. I got okay, it. Do a picture. So, anyhow, um, so that that little place was completely different. The path on which the man who showed them the way were pointed. Yeah, but Carrie, that was not as dignified as he pointed. That was <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that they couldn't even find that path. Mm-mm. And all of the features of the landscape seemed to have changed. There was no wooden bridge and no waterfall. And in the place where they had seen the lady sitting in the meadow, there was a bush growing. <laughs> That's so funny, but okay. The house on the terraces did not remotely resemble the one that they had seen three years before. Hmm. The house Hmm. was still there, but it just looked very different. Hmm. Hmm. So they decided to undertake a systematic investigation, and this investigation took them several years. Damn. Take your time. They got old maps and plans of of Versailles and its surrounding. They examined documents in the Bibliothèque Nationale de Paris. (laughs) Um, never do a French accent again. Leave that <laughs> to us. French accent. Oh my God, what? it was too. I don't even try to lie about it. That was the. Uh, You've well, been to France. Yeah, it was well, terrible. So? so you should know how to do an accent. You said, "Can I have a haircut? <laughs> Please do cut my hair." <laughs> Can I have the quarter pounder royale? <laughs> I'm assuming bibliothèque is library. Good, good. So safe good. assumption. Excellent, excellent. Wait, what is it? Say? I had two years of French in high school. Hi, the whole time. So it's the, <laughs> the National Library. I pulled very little out of that, except I did do an essay on Versailles. What? So instead of an F, I got a D plus at the end of the year. <laughs> to make up True for being story. high the whole to make time. Up for not literally doing nothing the entire time. To one of the best schools. <laughs> <in> <laughs> no, he's state. a very, very cool French teacher. So he said, he knew I was. I'm not fucked up. No, super smart. So he <laughs> knew I, I couldn't. <laughs> Smart you are if you're not doing the work. I, I couldn't agree more. I expected to get enough, and so he goes. But he liked me, and he, he knew I he knew I was smart enough to do it. So he said, "You know what? Just do an essay on Versailles, and I'll give you a D." So I did, <laughs> and it was a good essay. I'm not gonna lie. Was it? Yeah, they no, said, it was. He said this. Is Versailles is in France. Here's <laughs> the twenty dollars. And <laughs> oh, I probably would have given you an F. 
You would have. I would have. And you would have said the word hooch. Oh, I'm sorry, your word. My bad. Hooch. Hoochie. 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 My bad, my bad. It's not Hoochie your word. Stop saying it. I love it when Carrie sees a short dress or something. When like Emma would pick out a dress that was ugly and you go, that's kind of a hoochie mama dress. <laughs> but she said it in that, that mom That means way. you're not getting that dress. Yeah. That's a little bit of a hoochie mama dress. Mm-hmm. Why don't you pick something a little less slutty? <laughs> Carrie's words. Uh-uh. Yeah. Absolutely not. You slut shame, Carrie. You're no. terrible. I never no. do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Aaron, who looks like a shepherd girl. Now. A she bl- looks like the Virgin Mary. <laughs> I'm just draping a blanket over my head. Okay, wait. I gotta take a picture. Of okay, it. yeah. Take a picture during the podcast, Carrie. Yes. Okay. Uh, and I gotta mama, post the other pictures mama, that I have taken of her. Hoochie mama. Where's gonna cut Aaron, this up? Aaron I'm draped sorry, I'm such an amazing model. A fuzzy blue blanket over Barbie her is. entire head, and she's like. <laughs> Posing her hand Barbie to is. look like the Virgin Mary. You're, I'm not gonna. On the I'm not gonna let you get away with telling me more of the things that one saw and the other didn't. I need a catalog of that. It's, it's critical. I'm not gonna, gonna let you get away with this. I know, but I've had. You will have and I have to justice. go into the order of my notes. A is pronounced Champagne. <laughs> B. Guys. Champagne. I have no B. France. Oh my god. Oh my god. Is that co- coincidence? I don't think so. What a coincidence. I'm just saying. Okay. So, they also enlisted the help of historians at the National Bibliotheque of Paris. Google. Much better. Thank you. Don't do it. Either don't do it or do it whole on. You have whole to go on? Full <laughs> force. Balls to the fucking wall. Yep, yep. A clearer picture gradually. <laughs> you have to do balls deep for the accent. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <laughs> oh, t shirt. A clearer picture began to emerge as many details could be explained. Curious thing, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Or accounted for. I'm just ignoring you. Okay, okay so Dean, here you go. The plow okay. that Eleanor had seen, Got for it. example. Yes, we already did that. And did not belong to the Petit Trianon. That's not... Bad. But there were records to show that it had once been kept there and had been sold after the French Revolution. Okay. In 18th century Versailles, the only people who wore green livery were royal servants at Versailles. So the two men in green coats could be identified as specific people from historical records. Jean and Jean-Paul. As the Bercy brothers. <gasps> what? And they had been on watch on October 5th, 1789, which is weird because... They, that was two months later. They weren't there on yeah. October 5th. Okay. But they know that they were there, so, but they can check records, and so they know specifically. They were there on October 5th, which was the last day that Marie Antoinette spent at the Petit Trianon. I thought the Swiss Guard thing was August 10th. Same day they were there, no? Yeah. Where the Swiss Guards were killed and they're... Yes, but this is their... They just identified oh, okay. these two men and they stayed that, at those coats. But the king and queen stayed at, at Versailles for another two months after they were essentially depowered. Yes. That's a word. Sure, Correct. That's a word. Yes. Overthrown. Yes. Oh, there we go. I like yeah. depowered because I made it up. Yep. Yes. Unroyal ties. Mm-hmm. Unroyal ties. <laughs> Absolutely. Canceled. I thought of a word the other day and it was a really good word and I can't think of it. Dynamite. Um, oh, uh, no. For um, I did think of that. That was a long time ago. Um, you know how, how people aren't driving as much anymore and they're taking Ubers and Lyfts. Not Uber because that's a scummy company, but Lyft. 
better company. Uh, Lyft sponsors Uber. Go fuck yourself. Fuck up Lyft. And um, do you know if you're in New York City? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so as people get rid of their cars, they are being decarred or decarring. Mm-hmm. So it's the decarring of America. No, you know, are people I don't see, really getting I don't rid see. of their cars? Absolutely. Really, I just. You're gonna have drive. So if you live in an urban area, you're gonna have a driverless cars, or, or use Uber and Lyft, or it's walkable, or and, and, and mass transit. And I, I'm sure people will buy, be buying a lot fewer cars or because they are cars. Yeah. They, because they are decarring. Yeah. Oh, use zip cars like you did. Trademark me right now. I'm driving my car until it just dies. It's going on like a year. <laughs> I feel this tangent no. widening its net. Let's go back to uh-huh. Versailles here. The cottage was shown on an old map near the entrance to the Petit Trianon, and a general plan of Versailles in the year 1783 showed that a round pavilion with pillars had existed around the time of the French Revolution. Mm-hmm. So um, the girl in the pop part. Pop tart. You can do it. Pop tart. She loved pop tarts. I was carrying calls him. Power through. The man with the hideous. uh, Wow, Carrie Judgy. Smallpox. Just the um. Just call him. Um, they identified, they identified mm-hmm. them from historical sources. It's disease shaming. Yep. The fourteen-year-old yeah. girl was the gardener's daughter, Marion. And the man with Nail. the straw hat over his pockmarked face was ca- the Count de Vaudreuil. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was nailing the no French idea. pronunciation. Would you like me to spell no it? No idea how. Are you a native speaker? Yes. Poorly you pronounced it. I just know. How do you know? Because I just was, it was, it was sounded like you just had an aneurysm. D-R-E-U-I-L. Wait, 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 wait. Let me write that. Okay, see, V-A-U. D-R-E. D-R-E. U-I-L. U-I-L. It's, um, Vaudreuil. Vaudreuil. Okay. <laughs> I'm Thank sure you. you're both wrong. No, no. Vaudreuil. Anyhow, he was a Creole. And he had played a significant part in the downfall of Marie Antoinette. Wow. Whoa. It's his deal. Well, the sticky rat. And remember, he was wearing a straw hat. Mm-hmm. And in 1789, they called it a sombrero. No. And it was that just make sense. coming into fashion. Really? Mm-hmm. It's a whole, they, so they, he was a trendsetter. Yep. So they repurposed that word years later in Latin well, America. In this article, that's what they call sombrero. it. Sombrero. So anyhow, the running man with the buckle shoes... Remember, he was in a hurry, and he told him they had to go a different way or something. He had like a that. pocket watch and rabbit ears. Yep, we, 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 <laughs> that's what we think. Rachel's changing everything. <laughs> he um, must have been a, a page who, according to historical sources, was sent by the palace's major dormo major domo to the Trianon with an urgent message for the queen. The, he was the the peasants are coming. They've got pitchforks. Get the hell out of here. Correct. He was to tell Marie Antoinette to escape immediately mm-hmm. as the mob was already on its way to Versailles from Paris. They, they don't want it off their with her ta- terror for nothing. <laughs> Death. <laughs> <laughs> so the that, door. Just, just for historical accuracy, that was later. Different thing. I just, it's just, 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 it it hurt me to to let that go. The door that, remember, opened and banged shut behind the servant. Yeah, they traced that to historical. A door did indeed (laughs) open and bang shut in August 17th, 1789. Well, they did. 
and they think that it had been nailed up since the French Revolution, and the man was possibly somebody named Lagrange, the doorkeeper. Of course. Makes, makes sense. sense. It's my the door. door. Open and shut. He's not very good if he slams it. You think you'd be better at it. Yeah. So they discovered... It was a tough day. Still. It was a very difficult day. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Um, so they discovered from historical sources that the queen had been in the gardens on October 5th, 1789, which again was weird because they were there on October 1st, but whatevs, <laughs> when the messenger brought her the news that she should return directly to the Trianon and um, so that she could there be brought to safety. And then after delivering this message, he ran off to fetch the coach. To die. The archives even contained the name of the dressmaker who worked for the queen. Her name was Madame Eloff. And it appeared that in the year uh, 1789, she had made two green silk (laughs) V-shoes for Marie Antoinette. Are you going to address... Well, you probably are. Tell me if you are. You can stop me. But I have a feeling we can question whether these events they, air quotes, remembered came before or after they found these historical sources that loosely tie to all these events that they supposedly witnessed. You, know, you see what I'm saying? Yes, I do see what you're saying. But so they find out about the uh, yeah, the, the We don't know they, because you'd have to... Yeah, trust them. Yes. Or even... Or not, not even, you know, not even trust them. them. Or, or it's, it's, that, it's that, you know, memory is so tricky and so slippery mm-hmm. that they start... Once they start researching it and finding these historical events... They're like, oh yeah, I remember absolutely. that. Absolutely. And, and they uh-huh. could be genuinely think they did remember that. Yep. But not even with malice aforethought, so... Exactly. Okay. In 1902, so just a year after, they, or the the year the next year after they were there initially, Annie happened to see a portrait of Marie Antoinette, and um, she was amazed to find that it had the features of the lady in the meadow that they saw. Yeah, well. near the Trianon. It's like it's like a reincarnation, where no one was ever. I was just Bob Douglas, just a faceless accountant. You're, you're always Napoleon or yeah. MacArthur or I was Louis Armstrong. Of course you were. <laughs> Everybody's somebody super. I was a queen. I was you're always you know somebody historically very meaningful and famous. It's like although this. I've heard some where they're just like I was someone, yes. but there's always something famous about it, like a woman who claims her little boy was correcting details on a titanic documentary because <coughs> yeah, he works embarrassing on the ship but uh, but usually you're a historically famous person historically relevant person usually refer to our episode on reincarnation yes we can do that but also in, in, <laughs> in terms of the time slip thing same thing what i kind of alluded to earlier they just happened to stumble on and slip past to this time the that biggest was historical incredibly days. momentous. Yes, but also their time slip was at the Versailles. Their time slip wasn't just walking down okay, the street. Okay, the Versailles was around for, I don't know how long, a, a century or so. How many days is that? So what are the odds they, they stumble onto that incredibly momentous day? Yeah, I know. Among all the days they were at Versailles. Or if it's just purely time. What do they you mean could all have, the days they were, there, they were at Versailles? They that were Versailles, Versailles existed. That one day. All the days that Versailles existed. <laughs> Don't snicker. It's a serious time. <laughs> yes, but they smath. were there on August I know. 10th. I know, but okay, but August 10th, 1792. I know. It could have been any other year. Any other year, including yeah. the year that Versailles wasn't even there. I it was know. an open field or whatever it was. Yeah. So. And then a mammoth walked up. A mammoth? <laughs> Seriously. Mm-hmm. That would have been pretty cool. That would have been awesome. <laughs> that would have been terrifying, but that would have been pretty cool. 
Okay. Like, I'm tripping fucking balls. <laughs> uh, my word. Our word. Stop saying that. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so now let's see. Okay. Oh. Never mind. Let's see how we can explain <laughs> their experiences. Okay. So, probably the most obvious is that on touring the grounds of, you know, this historic palace, they were unconsciously reminded of historic events, which they had probably already Mm. read about or heard about. And then, you know, being triggered by their surroundings, they imagined seeing these events unfold before them. So they saw somebody in tricord and hat, and that was their trigger. To no. remember things they didn't ever happen. They didn't see anybody in a tricorder oh. hat in okay. real life. It was just sort of, it's sort of being in Versailles. Yes. It looks so old timey to them. I know yes. what a tricorder hat is now. Oh, good. You should look it up. <laughs> I did look it up. All right. We're going to put a picture of it on our Facebook when we upload sure. this. Okay. Facebook? Well, what is sure. this Facebook If that's what we do. Facebook? Okay, that's Poldark. Oh my what? god. <laughs> She's here. three corners. She I got know. a picture of Poldark. But that's Ross Poldark. Aiden Turner is Ross Poldark. Damn. Aiden Turner is Bay. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to Tinder him right now. No. <laughs> that's not Swipe left. But that's right, the hat. Sure. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the point of That's good. He the fought pictures. in the Revolutionary War. Okay. Anyhow. If this is the case, it seems to be a remarkable coincidence that they would both have the same sort of yes. delusion at the same yes. time. Although there is something called the madness of two, where one person is crazy and drags the other person into it. We yes. all love that Fallout Boy album. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> neither of these women are crazy. Um, um, that's our word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a theory. That can go into it. If yes, they both true. have the same delusion, it, it could have been that. Yes, it certainly is. Although that that's not what this first um, theory is alleging. It's just that they kind of imagined it. Yeah, that they, know, they kind of, you know, reminded of their historical yes. learning. Because they were into history. Mm-hmm. And so they just started. Uh, but then again, that wouldn't explain. So they both interpret this Correct. weird suppressed memory of stuff they had read into a thing that actually happened to them and they slipped back in time. Yeah. That's a little strange. Yes. Another possibility is that they just invented the whole story mm-hmm. for attention. Made up. Although, people think that this is not particularly likely to be the case because they did publish a book about it, but it was years later. But it was also anonymous. It wasn't immediately. It was anonymous, though. They published that anonymous. They weren't revealed until... Exactly. Okay, well... So, then, they, so they weren't doing it for attention. There is those hackers. Oh, not, well, yeah. okay, not attention, but made up for whatever the motivation is. Yes. There's there's so many... That's why um, it kind of bugs me when people say, when, when you say, oh, it was just fake, they think, well, what do they get out of it? They didn't make money. There's so many motivations for making shit up. And it, it, whether it's fame or fortune, it's just a couple of them. There's, there's well, some know, people hoaxing. lie just to lie. Yeah, like they can't I, help it. So yeah. I don't know what the motive was to, to be made up, but just because they wrote no, the book anonymously doesn't mean they didn't yes. make it up. But I'm saying the theory that they did it for attention is not okay, likely fine. that it was but for it, attention. It, they may have made it up for some other reason. Yes. But and it's also weird that. Um, anyway, their events, their recollection were a little bit different, but were quite a bit different. Yes. And Which, also, by the way, you never answer that. They seemed just gonna throw that out to be women of great integrity. They mm-hmm. were not, you know, they were 
they had high positions and they, you know, so it's, you know. So Again, that's, no, that, no, that's all no. fair. And, and But people like that have made things up. Yes. Another explanation could be that they experienced a daydream. It's a little bit weird. A co-daydream? Vivid yeah, co-daydream. Yeah, it's a little coincidental that they could have the same daydream at the same time in the same place. Or roughly the same. Because, again, I, I, I've read about this, and, and you listed a, a two, uh, I think three items that they did and did not share in terms of their their viewing. You know, yeah. one saw one, the other. There was more than that. I know there was like one... There was stuff they saw together, but there's more than three things they they um, saw apparently saw separately. So there was more discrepancies to their story than you indicated. And also, and tell me if you're going to cover this, so I'll shut I up. Don't know if I'm gonna cover but they're it. going to. But they also <laughs> their story accreted as time went on. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. We'll talk about that okay. a little bit. All yeah. right. So it was a coincidence for them to have the same kind of daydream or whatever. But then there's also the the supposition that either consciously or subconsciously one influenced the other or they influenced each other. Yeah. Again, a little bit weird. Yeah. I, you know, I don't really know how that happens, but... Um, and but one's, so one's dominant and one starts saying, but still, a, a daydream, that's odd. I know. Because if, if we trust their, their story, they didn't talk about it for a week afterward. Right. So... It's not like they're saying, "Guys, you see that weird-looking guy with the tricorn hat over there?" And the, and the less the submissive one says, "Oh yeah, sure." So there wasn't that kind yeah. of weird. It, it's it not to, like it to be after the fact. One influenced the other yeah. at the time. So daydream's not the right way. Mm-hmm. One could have influenced the other into sort of embellishing or even making up the story that right. could happen, yeah. but not a daydream. That's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, daydream doesn't seem to be the right word for that one. And and then of course there's. The uh, rather far-fetched idea Aliens. that they were displaced into another temporal dimension mm. in which a fragment of this past era appeared before them, otherwise known as a time slip. You know, to argue against my <laughs> earlier thing, I, I guess you could say if you believe in time slips, you could say that time slips are like there's a theory about ghosts in that ghosts are things that left a, a mark, a mark, an imprint on that place yeah. and so they're associated with like a murder or things like that or suicide so those you could are say the yeah there's something so you could say that yeah you you slip into these historically meaningful time periods or or, or days or, or moments because they, they were historically mark. meaningful right of course the fact that they were able to make these historical these loosely historical based tie-ins later that were two months later and things like that kind of blows that out of the water everything should have happened Every, all their historical should have been, been exactly on that day that they slipped into August tenth, seventeen ninety two. Nothing outside that date can, should count in their little you know history. But is that of, how it works? If you these ghost things, they make their mark on a place. Mm-hmm. Does it have to be that date? You would think if you went to the the spot where yeah. Amberlynn was beheaded. I see. You know what I mean? It yeah, wouldn't matter. That's you, true. you wouldn't have to be there on the anniversary of the date that she was beheaded. You no, could just be there on not. any date, and her ghost, the, the yes. ghost mark would be there. Yes, which means they slipped. So the date wouldn't matter. So that means they that still be it still is very convenient. They slipped back and they saw things from various dates throughout that. But you're saying roughly similar time. But that's time. a different thing. I, I, I agree. That's a different. A time slip is that you're actually in that you're actually two thirty p.m. August tenth, seventeen ninety two, right. and you're walking from the peak to Tetrion on all the way to the meadow mm-hmm. during from two thirty thirty to two thirty eight, whatever. 
then everything should happen exactly at that time that right. you see. If you're seeing stuff that didn't happen, then it's like mm-hmm. I call bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's so, so yeah, I, I don't know. Well, I don't think what I said earlier, like what ha- happened on October 5th, they're just saying that around that time, yeah. they're not, that doesn't mean. Yeah, but they have specific you know I mean? incidents. They're, you know, they're t- talking about specific incidents that, that happened around that time. and that's kind No, of, they're saying that October 5th was the last day that Marie Antoinette uh, was there. Yeah, yeah. So she was there on October 10th. Or on August, August 10th. 10th. Yeah. They don't know exact. you know, they don't have any yeah. the historical record exactly what Marie Antoinette was doing on August 10th if she was at yeah. her little cottage looking at a painting or whatever. Yes. But the whole, I don't know, it, the whole, uh, I, I see what they're doing. They're, they're trying to say there is historical veracity to what mm-hmm. they're, the, the man in the green and, and the dress and all that stuff. But again, mm-hmm. that, that could have um, come from the research as opposed to Exactly. Yes, being witnessed right. and then finding it in the resource given the yes. other uh, way around. Personally, I would love to think time. Oh, be awesome! I love I time know. travel. It'd be lit. Mm-hmm. Give me a time travel TV show and I'll watch it, or a book and I'll read it. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> me too. That's how she consumes media. Yeah, <laughs> I love time travel. As long as it's not weird. Give me an old-fashioned tricorner hat and I'll wear it. To get fucked up on time <laughs> travel. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, Time Machine is not my thing. The the movie, the book, mm-hmm. H.G. Wells. Mm-hmm. You're mad. Did you read the book? It's a great no. book. Oh, you but I've seen the movie. Okay. I've seen mm-hmm. the movie That's too. Fair. It could not be doing the book justice. It's okay, but I like Whatever, other man. time travel things a little All right. better. All right, she likes romance time travel. Yeah. No, not necessarily. Yes, you do. Outlander. Time Jesus. Traveler's wife. Time Traveler's Wife. Like Come on, man. Well, Time Traveler's Wife is not romance. It's not? I don't know. I know nothing about it. Are you kidding? There's, I've seen clips. <laughs> I know it's a thing. Well, the book is much different. It's better. Way better than the movie. But Where's that snobs? Yeah. But no, it's The not. book is so much better than the movie. I mean, the book is almost There's always better than the movie. But it's not romance. Except Mansfield Park. Have you read Jaws? It's actually a dolphin, not even a shark. <laughs> no, no, this is way better. I don't know. But the very first time travel book I read... Was I was a little girl, and it was about a little girl going into an attic and going through a mirror. You know, there was a mirror there, and it was time travel. That was very. What was that called? So Judy B. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> no romance whatsoever, because we're talking about little kids. Okay, what was so, it called? I don't remember. Damn you! It might, it might be upstairs. We might okay. have it. Right. Judy B. Jones goes through a time slip. <laughs> hey, let's. I know we'll 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 come back and put the name of the book. So, was the name of that book? Thank okay. you. Oh. Yeah, I think we got it from that's Grandma. A, that's a that's a callback. So inter- anyhow, it is interesting to note that on August 10th, 1901, the day of their experience, electrical storms were recorded over okay. Europe, and the atmosphere was laden with electricity. Uh, that explains it. Could this have led to an alteration in the local temporal field around Versailles? That just makes it worse. I swear to God, <laughs> trying to give a just let's a uh, if, if you want to believe in it believe in it but if you said that because there's an electrical storm because there haven't been those every day somewhere in the world i mean come on yeah also um like you said i don't know why this isn't in my notes but i do remember it maybe it's in here later but i oh it is it it is in here later (laughs) i have a great idea for a time travel movie and or book okay where it's like you know not like a regular time machine but a quirky time machine and it'll be called Time slip and slide. Okay. <laughs> so what happens? You slip and slide 
straight into a different like that was period. pretty much a TV show called Sliders. Called Sliders. Yeah, I swear to God, uh-huh. genius. Where they jumped through a portal and they didn't know where show. they they went. It was more of a multiverse thing, but they yeah they it was with um oh god damn it um the, from from Stand Charlie. By Me and Jerry from Jerry O'Connell. Stand By Me. He was Charlie <laughs> in something. He was in Stand By yeah. Me as a small pudgy child, yeah. but he um. Yeah, they, they the group of scientists. He was a genius scientist. Yeah. They they slipped through different multiverses and they didn't know where they're going to end up. So it's pretty good. In yeah. a world where green means stop and red means go. That was actually an episode. Right? That was the pilot. Was it really? Yeah. How do you remember that? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Don't you remember season two, episode four? Yeah. When, Jesus, it was the pilot. I remember that. That is that them. it did okay in the first year, but not great. So Eventually they're like, their budget they like slash the budget in half, and all of a sudden they just they just, <laughs> they just jump, jump off up screen, <laughs> and suddenly they, they couldn't afford the portal anymore. So they, I swear to God, they jump out of frame so and funny. then land in a in a you yeah. know jump cut into the next world they're going to. Just it was hilarious. jump off camera and be sad. like, "Oh, we're in this no, world yeah, now." Okay, what year is it here? That was where Nazis won the war. Okay, let's go with that. <laughs> okay, so both of these women seemed to have other paranormal experiences. Oh, that's not good. Both before and after their adventure. And one of them, um, Annie, claimed to have seen in the Louvre in 1914 an apparition of the Roman Emperor Constantine. Good Lord. Yes. And she recognized him how? Nobody else. Oh, because uh, he he was very tall and he was wearing a gold crown and a toga. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I I don't know this for a fact. Guarantee you Constantine did not wear a gold crown. Nobody else saw him. Yeah. Jesus. That really hurts her credibility. I know. And then during World War I, uh, Eleanor, who was the more dominant personality of the two of them, she became the younger one. Yes, hmm. she became convinced that a German spy was okay. hiding in the college. All right, she's your mom. Not that weird. <laughs> After developing very weird. increasingly autocratic behavior, she died suddenly in 1924 in the Murdered. middle of an academic scandal. Murdered. Over her leadership at the college. Murdered her, by the ghost of Constantine. Her conduct. You said no one will believe you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then he no. shot her with a Glock. And that was Annie who saw all kinds of time shit going on. And her conduct provoked mass resignations of academic staff. What did she do? We don't know. Well, I want to know. Give me some scandal. Okay, so we that have was to it. go there. She mm-hmm. died in 1924. So Eleanor died in 1924. <laughs> Annie died in 1937. Damn. So um, this was made into a TV movie. Was it really? Yes, Miss. Are you are you copy and pasting this directly from Wikipedia? And this is the part about in, in media in other media. Filmography. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, Miss Morrison's Ghost, 1981. The BBC and the BBC broadcast also made a 90-minute radio drama. I want to see Miss Morrison's Ghost. Write it down, Dean. Miss mm-hmm. Morrison, what year? 1981. Netflix. Can you look into that for me? Miss Morrison's. Ghost. Are you asking Netflix? I'm to asking Netflix yes. to maybe put that on their slate. Like you talked about how they wrote the book and everything. With each subsequent um, publication of the book, like each next edition of the book, mm-hmm. things got a little bit more embellished. I like the way you used about seven words to say edition. That was good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> Which each, each subsequent uh, uh, time where the book was printed on paper with covers, <laughs> and then the covers were different, and the paper was different because they wrote it differently, edition. 
And you gotta hit was, that word count. <laughs> I'm trying to verify something you said before, but okay. Sorry about now. that. What was it? I'm done. Oh, that they I'm that they. Whatever. Who even cares? I mean, it's not like you care. So I'm <laughs> oh my god, you have your mom down. Here's a supernatural explanation. <laughs> I mean, a non. Welcome to my world. World. Oh. Weird world, listeners. <laughs> She's rolling her eyes at me. Welcome to my world there again. Okay. She's yeah, going to yeah, poison yeah. your she nuts is. and berries. She is. Weird world listeners love me. I know. They do. Yeah, they, they should. They love mom and Jack. <laughs> they do. Mom and Jack. They love mom and Jack. They don't like the rest of us. Whatever. No, it said they do love the rest of us. No, but they only they made. They don't no, love me. Have, we're like and the rest on Gilligan's Island. <laughs> and the rest. And the rest. Yeah. I just love that they call me mom and not care. Mom and Jack. Okay. I'm not even the rest. No. no okay. No. You got to be here for more of them. You're the occasional guest. Star. I'm the occasional yes. guest yes. star. Yes. 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 We need to we need to set up like Skype so I can I we can do this from that no, that's, we barely get this done. <laughs> you need to figure that one out. Okay, so anyway, here's, here's a non supernatural explanation. Okay, and this was proposed by a guy named Philippe Julian in his wow. You gave it the French accent after hey, the first okay, name. Okay, be quiet. Philippe <laughs> Julian. <laughs> you like, like Kevin Costner in Robin Hood. I'm Robin of Loxley. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he wrote a 1965 biography of the aristocratic, decadent French poet. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this in English: Robert de Montesquieu. Okay. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> Robert de Montesquieu. There you go. So at the time that Annie and Eleanor went to Versailles, Montesquieu lived nearby to Versailles and reportedly gave parties on the grounds. Whoa. And his friends dressed in period costumes and performed tableau vivants oh. as part of the party entertainment. That's like the... Um, God damn it. Down on Laguna Beach. Mm-hmm. What's it called? The thing Pageant was, of the Masters. Pageant of the Masters of Laguna oh, Beach. Oh, my God. Where they look so <laughs> crazy ass real. Out. They got like a giant yeah. real people dress up, put a massive amount of makeup on, makeup on, and look like some famous painting. And they hold still without blinking for like 20 minutes. I'm exaggerating. And it looks amazingly uh-huh. realistic. 20 whole minutes without blinking. So Fun they, fact, they have their eyes taped. <laughs> <laughs> it's excruciating. So they basically think Annie and Eleanor may have gay crashed a gay fancy dress party. Well, who said anything about gay? Are you kidding me? Montesquieu was gay. gay. Never mind. It does sound And gay, so, you know, the Marie Antoinette person could have just been a crossdresser. Or a society lady. Wow. And the they think the pockmark man might have been Montesquieu. And they're himself. doing those in 1901. Yes. Hell yep. yeah. It's 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 France. It was Montesquieu. <laughs> Very progressive. <laughs> it's France. Except uh, he moved by then. Ah, he wasn't doing it so in Paris anymore? Probably or wasn't there. Versailles? They didn't care about historical accuracy. Yeah. Why, no. should we, why should we? <laughs> 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 so somebody else wrote a book. Terry Castle is her name. Terry Castle. 1995. I'm going to everything. She was skeptical and she um, claimed that it was a shared delusion. A lesbian folly. Oh, adieu. shit. Yeah. My favorite kind of <laughs> delusion. Lesbian folly adieu. She's so, playing that card. 
Mm-hmm. So that's what she, you know, she chalks it up to psychological dynamics and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Carrie has checked out. Um, psychological and sexual. Blah, 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 I guess the Eleanor and Annie. Uh huh. That the okay. I guess the, the first, lesbian folly. I do. The first one was published nineteen eleven, so ten years after the fact. Yeah, which is pretty far removed. Yeah, it is. Me, a lot of shit can happen. Uh huh. And then later editions were considerably embroidered mm. well after the events described and after they had begun their investigations. That's too. all. That that right there is a massive red, mm. deep dark Toro bowl red flag because. You don't. Your memory gets worse, of course, as yeah. time goes on. Not better. Not more detailed. And how they? <coughs> wow, what She's, happened to my voice? Carrie started crying. <coughs> started and while smoking. they they claimed to have done all of this research, yeah, um, turns out they were illiterate. Couldn't <laughs> <laughs> even read. No, they weren't. But this person that that um, looked into it, his name is Michael Coleman. Michael Coleman. Michel Coleman. He questioned. The rigor and reliability of their research. Misogynist. And, and, well, because they don't name the their sources. Oh, okay. They never and, <laughs> yeah. I'm on Michelle's side. Citation needed. And, yeah. that, and he says most of their literary and historical references were taken from unreliable sources. Oh. So, themselves. Depending on who, Conservapedia. I know. Depending on who this Michael Coleman is. Breitbart. You know. Breitbart. So anyhow. And this... Will be a reference that you might okay. um, believe. Brian Dunning of Skeptoid. I, I like Brian Dunning. Researched much of the evidence and concluded that they were simply human and were mistaken. He notes that in the second edition of their, you know, retelling of this, it's revealed that Moberly did not mention the sketching woman until three months after their visit to Versailles, and Eleanor did not remember it. And Annie did not remember much of what much of what Eleanor described. Yeah, that's what I. That's kind of what so, I was referring yeah. to. I know I've read about this before, and they, yes. and their their initial and, memories were very very sketchy and yes. contradictory. And it was only after they talked about yeah. it a lot and shared their notes and did this supposed historical research. And it could be, couldn't it be? Uh, and trying to to interpret it in a way that's not saying they flat out made it up. You know, they thought something weird happened. And they just started embellishing to each other subconsciously, not mm-hmm. not with intent, not with malice, but just like, oh, did you see that? No, wait, no, maybe. I mean, that's that's that. We all know we've had fake. We've all had fake memories. We call them Kristen memories. <laughs> we our, do call them our Kristen friend memories. Kristen, who like we're telling, we were, we were talking she about what was it? Was Is that a remember. wedding or something like that? And we're relating it. And she's having these. Oh my god, that was so fun. It's like, wait, you, you weren't there. there. <laughs> she had Kristen memories, and and yes. that. A lot of that, that embellishment, embroidery, was was Christian memories. Emma mm-hmm. has memories before she even had memories. <laughs> yes, yes. She claims she remembered shit from when she was like two or one. Mm-hmm. She may just come out of the shoot. She may just get spanked. No, she does not. So anyhow, after, <laughs> after they discussed it and shared their notes and did their supposed research... That was when they came up with the time as being 1789 and decided, oh, oh that okay. had to be Marie Antoinette. Wait, 1792. 1789. Oh. I wrote Your that notes down. Notes are wrong. I wrote, oh. I wrote down August 10th, 1792. Yeah, 1792 was in there too. Yeah. But 1789. I don't okay, know. This well, is from Brian Denning's. So. All right. So anyhow, 
Um, that is that. So you can make of it what you will. Shot in the dark. I have a joke. Okay, go ahead. What do you think was Eleanor and Annie's favorite Greek island? I think I know, but I'll let you say it. <laughs> oh my god, Mykonos! Yes, thank you. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. That's all I have. Um, I think my shot in the dark is is that they embellish each other's memory. One, probably the dominant one, Eleanor, probably started out with, "God, wasn't that weird?" And Annie goes along with, "Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I saw this. Mm-hmm. I saw that." And they just start telling each other these stories they maybe they did write down what what they said happened and they start molding them together and each time they and who knows i'm mean, i'm not going to even i'm not going to give them a complete pass because they're like you said their later editions of the book were more and more embroidered that yeah. tells me that there was they knew at that they had to have known at that point that they were at least you know partially full of shit you even if they're so. if they're if they thought their core earlier members were real Mm-hmm. So my my guess is, it wasn't a time slip. It was a somewhat of a shared delusion, but not in a, in a folia do daydream kind of a way. A more of a way that reliant on faulty memory. Mm-hmm. Right. The initial spark is we all think something weird just happened. We've all had experiences where we think something weird just happened, and they were they had great imaginations, and they were really fascinated by that period in history, etc. And they just started adding and adding to this initially. Uh, incident that was was weird to them and seemed odd to them yeah i suppose psychologically that be could be true i'm gonna go with they actually had a time slip. damn girl <laughs> i like it because how how do you see something that's not there so you really got i've gotten i am literally going with time slip. <laughs> yeah, it happens all the time it does really it's you what, see things that aren't there all the that's time. why we no made up care. the word hallucination <laughs> but carrie is a word for it it's Delusion, hallucination. It happens I've all the never time. Had a halluc- Speaking no. from well, yeah, someone but- who's been to group therapy, <laughs> <laughs> comment. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying they were okay. insane, but they could have been had very. Let's let's be uh, charitable and say they had very active imaginations. And again, it could have started with just a kernel. Uh, they saw a guy in old clothes. Well, are you going to convince me, or am I allowed to have my opinion? No, no, no I'm just saying, I'm just okay. saying that you're wrong. No, Carrie, <laughs> I just time slip. I, like I said, I, I'm with you. I would love to think time slips are mm-hmm. real, but there's I give wanna, me the mechanism for them slip. happening. Where can I have a time slip? Um, Versailles. Let's go to Versailles. Yeah, let's go back to uh, Vancouver Island. What? Why not? Well, what are we going to see there? Yetis. Back <gasps> when, before they were wiped out by the man. I'm just okay. throwing that out there. Not Yetis. Sasquatch. <laughs> Sasquatch. What do you think, Rachel? I don't think they're all that innocent. I believe Ooh. they made it up. I don't think both of them did. I think Eleanor started it and dragged Annie into it. And maybe Annie thought it was real Who, eventually okay. or convinced herself that it happened. But, but wasn't it Annie I that was writing the letter to her sister? And then asked Eleanor. Well, if if Rachel's right, allegedly, yeah, all that could be bullshit. The all whole that process. could be covering their tracks yeah. to make it look more legitimate. I don't think that they were both either legitimately believed this from the get go the entire time while they're doing this and fact checking. But I don't believe that they both <laughs> came up with it individually. Or together, I think it was one girl's thing, and she dragged the other in. Okay, Dean's raising his hand. You could argue that there, to go along with Rachel's theory, the historical research they did. Yeah. Because remember, they didn't publish until 1911. 
The historical research was to make their bullshit story sound realistic and be be seem like it's embedded in historical fact. Yeah, yeah. So it could have. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt in saying that they had they kind of started with a shared delusion and embroidered and embellished. I'm but not. I I'm not. See, I couldn't. I would not disagree with Rachel's theory. I choose to believe that it really happened, and then they did the historical research just to kind of make make you know what they saw fit into what the real history of that it. could be true yeah We're covering well, all the degrees of blame but that seems I'm giving like them a, no benefit of the doubt you're giving them all of yeah. it because again the time slip theory if the time slips are going back to a specific point in time you know their historical research isn't is pretty loose let's put it that way well yeah but dean there's no history that says could we go to history and see exactly what happened on this date 300 years ago in this spot no probably not do you understand what i'm saying because mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't look like it Aaron, huh what's your theory <laughs> her theory was the joke um time slip inside i don't think it was a time slip because i don't really think that can happen you don't believe in time slips no i think you can do you believe in time, time travel, travel. But you need the energy of about star. Um, <laughs> heard that on a YouTube video one time. But so what about the whole uh, time is a taco theory? Both. You need the energy of a star. Why? Why do you need to the be energy? able to bend the planes of time? Like a taco. To get yeah. it to come together. And do, I, I'm going to have to talk to Neil about that one because DeGrasse Tyson. We should mention yeah. Neil DeGrasse Tyson in every single podcast. <laughs> yeah, we hey, kind of do. But Neil, I, tell I, us the time. To okay, yeah, Neil. I don't know why you need him. energy to time travel. Oh, come on. Of course you do. I, I know. You need energy every single, to do anything. Yeah. Literally in every movie and every mm-hmm, book, mm-hmm, it says mm-hmm. you do. But what about just the slips? Yeah, what about time traveler's wife? Like There's it's no a, energy a, involved a there. thinning in the, yeah, in the multiverse. <laughs> well, or something it's like all that. fiction. <laughs> Neil, tell us if time travel needs A, if it needs energy, B, if time slips are possible, and C, if you take my side ever curious. I'm sure if we Google it, there's many, oh, I'm sure there are scientific articles, are but Neil's I probably won't show. understand them. No. <laughs> so. That's just how time works, Carrie. Mm-hmm. I know. It's weird. Time is weird. Time is weird. Time is, yeah. We've all seen that one scene in Interstellar. Uh-huh. That was strange, and it didn't even look that strange, but it was meant to look stranger. It's almost too much science for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Almost. Makes your brain hurt. Almost. almost. Not quite. Well, thank you, Carrie. That was a lovely, interesting story about the Versailles time slip question mark, perhaps, at the end of that. I don't know. It was. I'm saying it was. I'm giving it a period at the end. (laughs) Exclamation mark. Okay. All right. All right. (laughs) Versailles time slip. Uh All right. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. Oh, join us. Look at us. Look at us. (laughs) Listen to us. Look at Help us. Me. Weird Save World me. on everything. Give us money. Okay. <laughs> You're doing the Jack thing. Mm-hmm. Weird World. Well, now they actually can. Podcast on Facebook. Weird World Pod on Twitter. Weird World Podcast on Instagram. Patreon. Patreon. You want Dean's coin. cell phone number? 916. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Five five five. All right. Bye bye y'all. Bye. 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 Bye.